Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own research analysis before making any investment based on your personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our website or podcast and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Let me ask you something, man. Don't stop. I'm not finished yet. Do you ever ask yourself? Don't stop. I'm not when finished When are they ever going to stop? Do you ever ask yourself? When those bad boys are going to stop finished. making all that money? What's up, my future one percenters? This is Marathon Money brought to you by MarathonMoneyPlus.com. I'm Cam Jones, the prince of the stock market, a.k.a. your favorite billionaire's favorite thousandaire. And I'm here with my boy. Kenny Coins. What up, man? Yo, what's good? What's good, man? It's been a long week. <laughs> and we finally like seem like the world is kind of finally getting back to normal. So we're just trying to make this money. <laughs> so um I feel like my portfolio, well, I don't feel like I, I'm, I'm looking at it. It's getting hit. Still getting hit, man. Um, the Dow is doing pretty good. Um, the S&P doing pretty good. NASDAQ getting sniped out here. Um, Yo, I personally think I think the world is this might be the little downfall of technology that we didn't really see coming with the NASDAQ because if the whole world is technology and that goes down, that's going to take a lot of financial down with it because even though everybody think technology is great, but if everything in your household is technology, then when the market crash, Everything gonna go with it because everything is basically technology See, nowadays. I I don't really agree with that because to me, based on what you just said, if everything in the house is technology, you would think that technology will hold up because everything is moving towards that. Um, it's just moving towards being a more technology based system around uh just in everyday in everyone's everyday life so to me i'm looking at some of these prices I, I don't really understand why um things are going down as much as they are in the technology sector because you know it's not like because we're going to reopen that we're not going to use technology anymore you know we still going to have it we're still going to have our phones and everything like that. If anything, this pandemic opened up everyone's more. eyes to technology and, and make yeah, them more, more familiar. It opened more doors. But my point is, think about this. Let's say you got a company and everything in that company runs on technology. Pretty much every company nowadays runs on technology. There's very few companies that do. My point is, let's say somebody hacked into somebody's company, right? 
mm-hmm. 200 employees access, all clients information access. That company is going to go from $100 stock price to $50 in a day. That's my kind of like my point. It's like, look how the NASDAQ's going down and it's dragging everything with us. But that's pretty much the entire technology sector that's in the NASDAQ. Every Almost every stock that has to do with technology is in where? The NASDAQ. There's very few other stocks that's in, in other index. So, yeah, it's great. But at the same time, there is some pros. There's like pros and cons to everything. That's what I'm saying. There's that con to being in the technology space because usually everything goes down with it. So you're saying, you're saying if something happens in the technology space, I'm just saying something general. Like big enough. It, it, it just drags down everything. Everything's going to go with it. Yeah. It's, think, about, think about what happened with the real estate market. You know what I mean? In in 08, most of the when the mortgage collapsed, it pretty much took everything with it because it had to do with loans. And everybody had a loan at some point, had a credit card, had houses. It took everything down with it and it took a minute to rebuild. It's the same thing with technology. The more infused in our lives, the bigger the risk it becomes. Mm-hmm. But that's just life. <laughs> right. That's the game. That's the game. That's the only point I was trying to make is the more infused this gets, you know, now think about when you lose your phone for 10 seconds, how freaked (laughs) out you get. That's the, that's my point. It's just like people freak out so quickly. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Like people freaking out real quick because, you know, on this podcast, we wanted to talk about, um, just taking a loss, right? And not really saying that you should take a loss, but how to deal with your stocks like going down. Because if you think about, I know you always say like, yo, the last four years, you know, we've been, it's just been a gift. Basically everything just been flying. But now it, it, with the exception of last March, but, um, yeah. you know, right now, you know, I don't feel like this is a, um, kind of like what happened in last March because every only the things that are down are like technology, but everything else is up. But um, the thing is things are going down like real slow. Not like, not like, okay. How do I explain this? Um, When the pandemic hit stuff went down like super fast and you had a chance to grab everything you wanted for like a week or two. Yeah, and then it just flew right back up. Like this is more like a slower drop. Every day you see in your account like wilting away a little bit more, a little bit more, and um, like they're giving you lashes, but they're yeah. giving you lashes per day. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if people people know how to handle that. So when the stock market is going up, when it's flying up for these past four years and stuff, we on here celebrating. Everybody feel happy right and the problem is and i'm gonna turn this into a because you in our in our chat you know you got people hip to hashtag never sell oh my gosh that was the kenny that was the kenny coin thing never sell (laughs) me i'm hashtag take profit that's the that and that's the kind of the problem 
with not taking profit is because when the market is up, you know, you feel good and you still buying and stuff is still going up. But when it goes down, you know, now you like, oh man, let me let me get some of my let me sell some let me sell some of my shares so I can get some of my money and then I can buy back. I'll buy it back when stuff starts to settle. But the problem is you don't know when stuff is gonna settle. Yeah, there you go. So most of the time what happens is people buy high and sell low with the intention of buying lower. But the problem is you end up watching it go lower and then you still don't buy it, right? And then once it starts to go back up, you buy it again, but you bought it higher than the price that you sold it. So not only did you buy high and sell low, you bought it back higher. You feel me? Yep. And yep. that's what I mean. Like, yo, people need to understand how to take a loss. Not really mm-hmm. selling when it when it's down, because like yep. you need some money, right? Mm-hmm. But being able to say, all right, this stock is down twenty some percent from the high. This stock is down thirty some percent from the high. Let me average down. Or oh man, I've been wanting to get in Airbnb. You know, it's it's down twenty some percent from the high. Let me let me grab that. They don't do things like that. They end up doing it backwards, buying high and selling low. Because when stocks go down, you want to try to protect your money. You're like, man, let me, man, I keep seeing my money go down. Let me just take it out, man. I'm only taking a a 3% loss, even though you were up 150% at one point on on the stock. Let me. Can I say something? Go ahead, Let me Mike. say something real quick. It's our podcast. This, this is your podcast, too. Let me elaborate on what Cam was saying. I'm going to make it very simple. You can tell who's what, what investor or what trader been around. When, when selling happens, they get happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's more opportunity. And I think... I think somebody hit me up on Twitter. I get a lot of messages on Twitter, but somebody hit me up on Twitter and I answered it and I told him, man, you gotta be patient. You know, he said, when, when should I buy? And um, it was Ebon. And I was like, when should I buy? He asked me, when should I buy? And I said, look, man, if you got it at 820, then that's a good buy. Yeah, you didn't get it at the $6 I said, but you gotta figure out your own criteria. And after that, you gotta be patient. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of people are not patient. Mm-hmm. They want to, they want a quick flip And this game is not traders. Don't 90% of 98% of traders fail. It's investors that make the most money right? Yeah. in the long run. They make right. more money than real estate and it's proven for over a hundred years. And my point I'm trying to tell you. So when I, when I say I never sell, I never sell on good companies. Like if they're a solid fundamental company, I just I'm buying more. If mm. it goes down to if it goes from eight to three, I'm buying more. Right, <laughs> it's like right. it's it's just a good company, and it's because of the economy. Like you have to understand the 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 economy around you. If the economy is pushing it down, you know what I mean. Is that sector pushing it down? If it's a good company, low debt, you know fundamentals are sound. The moat is still the same. Like it, it should be buying more, but that's why that's why you only invest for what you can lose. That's why I say I never sell because most of my stuff are really in 
um, stuff like I'm planning on keeping for five years or waiting until it gets to a certain price because most companies are five year forward. So that's how we have to think about it. I, personally, the reason why I never sell because I know better. Um, it, once you go through all the seasons, you kind of know how things are going to go and how things are going to play out. So like, it's just, let's face it. We ran up technology last yeah, year. Yeah. That's the real reason. That's why we're getting chopped down slowly. We was at home. We was using technology. We was buying DoorDash. We was, you know, <laughs> taking Ubers. We was watching Netflix. Um, people didn't have Netflix accounts signed up. People didn't have Hulu accounts signed up. Disney Plus, all those companies, Tesla, you know, um, people were buying stuff. People were at home not doing nothing, and that's how you get a that's how you get a a, a whole index to run up. People buying workout equipment. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to think about it that way. It's like, okay, now everybody's going back to work. And I remember I sent Cam a message because somebody said in the group chat, oh, most people is going to take their stimulus check and purchase stocks with it. I said, yo, no, we're going back to work. People finna go buy clothes and shoes and, and going to the club and playing music and buying drinks. That's what people are going to do. And, I said CNN reported 80% of stimulus check did not even go to bills. It didn't even go to bills or the stock market. Right. So my point, the point I'm trying to make, tell you is that people are taking profit. You know what I mean? And people are taking profit in the bunches and either you can take your profit. If that's part of your trading plan, take it. But if it's not, then to me, I'll be buying more. This is the time where you find, cheap stocks, you know, for cheap, good stocks. And you sit on them. Because mm -hmm. we're going to get back to normal. And when we get back to normal, things will start flying up again. The stock market is meant to go up. You got to remember that. Right, right. But it's not meant to go up in a straight line. Exactly. It's not meant to go up in a straight line. And you that's got to make sure that when you buy... Like, I guess me, so you, I like how, what you just said, like, yo, stocks are five years forward. They look five years ahead, right? Um, yeah. And I think that people, they don't understand, I, I, they understand it, but people don't keep in mind that the stock market is, is about the future. It's not about the present. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's about what can you do in the future? Um, so you, you gotta always, um, keep that in mind and when something like this happens and, and and you know some of your stocks are going down that doesn't mean sell it like me what i like to do is, is a little bit different than kenny i already have my exit points before i even buy the stock so if i'm in um like i'm in that stock uh zi it's called Zoom Info, right? And I've been playing with that one for about eight months or so. And I, I got back in. I sold it somewhere around like 58 or 57, something like that. And then I got back in. Uh, my average price is $50.14. And it had went all the way down over these past couple of weeks, all the way down, like below 45. Like, did I sell it? No, I didn't sell it. I held it. And I was back at 52.90. It did go up to like almost 57 
Um, and my exit, I always said, like, yo, I want to sell this in the high 50s or low 60s. So, you know, right when they get up to, like, 57, 58, I'm probably looking at pulling the trigger to sell it. Now, will it go up more? Maybe. Most likely. But I got my exit already planned. I got my, I got when I bought it, and I got when I want to exit. Now, if it fly up past 60, maybe I keep it. You know, but what I'm saying is when it gets to my point that I I looked at and I, I came up with, that's what I'm going to reevaluate. But you know, I'm not. I want to say, I, I ain't I selling down this. at forty five. Knowing I bought it at fifty. Yeah, I want to say this because you brought up a couple good points. Trading is a personality thing. It's if really you a twenty thirty percent guy, be that. Exactly. Don't be nothing else. If you a never sell person, be that. You know what I mean? Some people, I, like I told, I said this plenty of time on this podcast. There's been millions of people that have made 20, 30% and made millions of dollars with it. You can easily be that. Like, if you were 15 to 30%, you take your profit or you have certain exit, be that guy. Because if that's you, that's who you are. Trying to be somebody else, that's not, it's not going to work for you because you're, you're either your patience can't take it or. You can't see past a certain price point, then don't force yourself. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. all you're gonna do is get burned. Either either you're gonna sell it and be completely wrong, or you're gonna follow your 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 trading plan, the way you trade, how you act, and be right. And I'll tell you, try to find a trading style that fits your personality. Find out where where you feel comfortable. If you're if you're a take it at twenty two percent guy. Take it at 22%. Then get back in because the stock market is always going to be there. You just got to know when where, where your trade fits in, yeah, your plan fits in. Gotta, you got to stay disciplined. Stay disciplined. You got to stay disciplined. And I ain't saying, like, you know, if something is a bad stock, like, I like to pick on Nicola. Like, I'm not saying if you bought Nicola at, like, $30 or something and it start going down, you know, yeah, I'm probably going to take that L, on Nicola because I'm like, okay, this, there's some things that are, I felt like are really wrong with this. I made a bad decision. Let me take that L. I'm moving on to another stock. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of people out there that'll buy like some good stocks. Right. When they see it go down, they're like, Hey, should I sell? Like, yo, oh, why we get would, those messages all the time? Why would you sell? You just, you just bought it. You bought know it. what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I mean? And I think a lot of it is to, um, you guys got to be able to do your own research, man. Figure out where, like, that's part of your trading plan. Figure out what, where you want to be. You know, um, buying something and doing the research after is not going to make a difference. Yeah, don't, right. Just don't, trust me. Don't, don't do the research because that's what's going to get you to sell. <laughs> it's the truth. If you buy something, then wait to do the research then trust me, you're, you're not going to be happy for what you find because it's usually not going to be where you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's always a recipe for disaster right there. You know, even, you know, if we say something, you know, double check it. It's people that, you know, we'll say something on here and they hit me up like, hey, did you know this company, you know, has this problem or that problem? And, you know, sometimes I know about it and sometimes I don't. I'm like, yo, that's 
that's interesting. I, I didn't I didn't know that or, you know, I did know it, but, you know, I counter it with something. Um, but, man, just because somebody tells you like, hey, I like the stock don't mean buy it because that's that's going to get you burned also. It's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Because some people will only tell you to buy a stock because they have it. They want to pump it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, they want you to be in it with them. So if they, so if they, the stock is going down, right? They have somebody to, that it's going down with. You know, misery loves company. You feel me? Yeah, that's true. Misery loves company. <laughs> um, just to switch off topic real quick. All right. Man, so... United States is going to approve the Bitcoin ETF. What do you think? Uh, I didn't hear anything about that, but I, I thought they already had an ETF. They they do, but it's not. Um, it's where so they can put it on, like it can go under like some major major um, corporations. Uh, let me put it up to make sure. It says right here, Bitcoin ETF is time finally right for approval in the U.S. And you have to remember, a lot of the ETFs were not in the U.S. either. Okay. Some of them were in um, other countries, but I guess I guess it, they're trying to get it approved, and I think the United States is finally gonna go with. Um, I think it's good, and. With Bitcoin, I never was, well, I can't say I never was, but as time went on, I wasn't a person that was like, yo, Bitcoin is a fad. Like I started to, I realized that crypto, I'm I'm not going to say Bitcoin, but crypto in general is here. It's not going anywhere. It's eventually going to be a part of our currency (laughs) currency society if that makes any sense. Um, The problem is the people, and I guess I answered your question directly, now I gotta go on a mini rant, you feel me? (laughs) But (laughs) the problem is the people that can't see the future. So we talked about like stocks being, you know, five years looking in the future. The problem is like, people that can't that's like that's still stuck on like oh man bitcoin you know when it was thirty thousand, oh, i ain't going past this it's about to it's about to crash and then they get to 40 no it's about to crash then they get to 50 and it's about to crash you know and then they get never to 60 yeah and then they never get in it because their hate for something that they don't understand clouds them it clouds their judgment and you never just in any type of investment you never want to get like that because even if you don't like a company, you can still make money on it. Yep. Even if you are or, or some type of stock or currency, even if you don't like it, you can still make money on it. And you don't yep. want your hate to burn a hole in your pocket just because you hate something. Like I've been in companies that I hate. Am I in any right now? I'm looking at my portfolio. <laughs> gotta double check yeah I'm double checking uh, yo you know how many companies I've been in I, I dislike Rocket <laughs> yo. Rocket is one I don't like but I'm in it yeah Um, take an example for me DocuSign 
I was about to say, DocuSign, you hate you, you hate it, DocuSign. <laughs> Look what it did to me. It's burning a hole in my pocket. My point is, is not yeah, because I, the I, stock went down, because it went up. It went up, and it's and that's the thing is like I'm more mad now, not because oh the company the way they run is simple. I'm more mad that they they're going up, and that's and I hate it because I could have got in. At the what thirty was it thirty bucks? Yeah, we were, we were in it pretty early, you know, yeah. you know, talking about it and stuff like that. And I felt like it was too overpriced. It's too because people can easily do Duplicated, it. Duplicated, yeah. Another, yeah. another one, real quick for me was Carvana. <laughs> oh man, I don't even want to look at DocuSign no more. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. It says two hundred and two dollars. I'm sick. That's not even as bad as as Carvana for me. Now you oh, still yeah. have Carvana, right? I still have Carvana. Yeah. Okay, so we both got it. What around twenty dollars? Yeah. This dude, we always mention him, and I always forget his name. I think it was Skyler in our uh, chat. I forgot his name. though. No, he probably gonna message us in in the chat and, and say it was him. But somebody in the chat gave us that like two and a half or three years ago, Carvana. Oh, it's, yo, it was a minute. No, it was less than 20. Yeah, it was we, less we, 20. we got around $20. Kenny yeah, stayed in was, it. I told like all my friends about it. They stayed in it. It got to like $45 and I sold it. And then it went down to like 38 or something. I bought it again. Yeah. And then I sold it at like 60 and I still don't have it. So forget about the times that I bought and sold it. Just from the twenty dollars, right? It's two hundred fifty nine dollars right now, and it's the I I don't really hate I'm I'm not a person that hates Carvana. I just couldn't see, I just couldn't see past I I couldn't see the the future for it. Yeah, and look what happened, you know, from went, twenty dollars to two fifty nine. It went as high as three hundred twenty three bucks. Three twenty three. Yeah, I no, it, it, when it got to three hundred dollars. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I had to sell fifty percent of my position because my um my price average price was twenty one ninety five. I and mean, we that's, that's what you're supposed to do. I had, I had to. It was way. It was to the point. It, it wasn't. Here's the thing that Cam was right about Carvana. I don't know if you guys know this either. The thing about Carvana is that they sell no new cars, but everything is used. But the issue that they're they're having, which they, I hope they can fix, but the issue that they're having is that a lot of their cars are not that great. And they're having problems. And then because they have that seven-day rule where you can return your car after you bought it for seven days, it's starting to backfire on them. Right, yeah. Like people just renting cars. <laughs> yeah. And then and then if, if the car is really not that great, because when you, I don't know if you know this, but if you go to a used car lot and you buy a used car, the moment you drive it off that yeah, lot. You ain't bringing it back. You can't even, you can't even talk about bringing it back because <laughs> it ain't going to happen. I mean, Forget you can bring it back about, and they'll, they'll fix it for you. They'll charge yeah, you to fix it. <laughs> yeah. But forget about even driving up to the lot. Talking about it is a no-no. You can't even talk about bringing it back. Talk about go giving back your money. No. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like, the fact that Carvana, everybody was like, yo, seven days? That's crazy. Of course, the stock is going to go up because, like, for years, that was unheard of. But there was a reason for that. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was a reason for that why Carlotta did that. Right. Buy, buy it as it is, as they say it. Yeah, you know as I mean? is, yeah. Yeah. So that's the same thing. And then I think Carvana's trying to figure out a way to, you know, fix that problem. You know, that's a whole that's their whole model. Buy a car, be able to return it in seven days if you don't like it. It's the whole model. That's the reason why this thing is going up. Let's let's face it. The, you know, what I mean, anybody can get a you buy a car and they can deliver it to you. Anybody can do that. Right. Yeah. Well, you know I don't know I mean? if any. I mean, anybody can do it, but you know, Carvana they come with like the big old truck. You know, the car on the back of it. Yeah. But that's not that hard though. Any car lot can do that. Yeah. 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 You know I mean, what I'm you saying? Got, you got to spend the money though. Yeah, you got, well, how much is one of those things? They're not that much. What do you mean? It, not that, what's not that much to you? Yes, like what for a car lot, two hundred k on one of those nice ones? No, I'm talking. I'm talking about the big truck that they bring the car to you. In. The car, yeah, it can't be that much. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere they, like 250 k for one yeah, of those big trucks. If, if, a car lot can spend that. That's like four or five cars. <laughs> you know what I mean? You sell four or five cars, you got that. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? I do. I think you need more than one truck, though. That's the problem. Yeah, of course you need more than one, but eventually you start off with one, you know? Yeah. You got yeah. you got one guy doing all the deliveries, and you finally get two. You work your way up. But my my point is that that seven-day, no other car lots wouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what I'm saying. That's, but Carvan is still a solid company. I'm still in it. I don't really like it that much, but He's I'm still in money. it. It's making money, um, but they have some. But I think because it's still fairly new, but they have some growing pains. That's part of the game. Yeah, you know, I don't want to look at DocuSign no more. I don't want to look at the stock price because I'm hurt. Because <laughs> yo, if you bought it at thirty, wow. Um, and now, man, and they took. You know what? DocuSign would have been perfect for a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, that's why it started to shoot up. And, and people aren't going to stop using DocuSign. It's just too easy. Man, it's too easy. DocuSign is perfect for a pandemic. Perfect for work at home. Perfect for buying houses. Perfect yes. for, for if you have to sign anything online. Man, I think I might like this company now. When it's too late. Because <laughs> I don't think about it. Because, like, those are the companies that you really get into. The ones that, like, like you know how I tell you, like, they slide under. Like, they secretly get used, but, like, it's not because it's not flashy. Like our, like our not, new pick on Marathon Money Plus? Yeah. Like what you was telling me? Yeah, it's not flashy. It's not big. It's just everybody uses it. Everybody loves doing it, but it's not no, like, there's no, it's not a Tesla. It's not flashy. It's not yeah. a Teladoc. It's not flashy. You know, it's not an Apple. It's not flashy. So usually companies like those, they just get up there. And next minute you know, they're at like 500. Yeah. Yeah. And people still you know don't really mean? talk about car. I don't, well, I'm pretty sure they do, but I don't hear people talking about car nah. that much. I've seen like one or two commercials since I bought the stock, and that's been three years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see a couple you know, commercials here and there, but even, you know, just chatter just amongst people they're not saying like oh yeah you know gotta grab Carvana you know what I'm saying it's it's still under the radar it's still under the radar so the fact that it can get up to 323 that already tells you you know yep 
market cap only forty four billion. That's that's kind of high for a used car lot, though. It is. That's high for a used car company. It is. That's not expensive. That can't right now has no plans to expand to expand international. No plans to expand it. So to me, I know we're running over, man. This is gonna be my last point. To me, with Carvana, I feel like they cap they capped out around three hundred. I don't really feel like you can really get this. I don't feel like you can make too much money around three hundred. It ain't gonna go too much past it. How they gonna make money outside of the United States? I don't, I don't even know how they're gonna even if it does. I don't even know how that system will work because I know selling cars outside of the United that's, States that's is a whole saying. different is a whole different regulation. Exactly. Because every everywhere you sell something that's high ticket value and in everyday use is a different regulation. Definitely used cars. They have a lot of regulations on them. That's why they try to do them as is. Exactly. Um But that's it for that one, man. Um oh we forgot to mention uh, we had our Trader Champ tournament on Monday. Shout out to the winner, Big Move Massey. You know, what I'm saying he he that person won the Trader Champ 250. So good looking out, and thank you for everybody who played. We gonna have another one though, man. Oh, for sure. We gonna have another. For sure. One. Uh, make sure you follow me on anything: Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know. Snapchat, OnlyFans, mini vids. <laughs> this guy, mini vids, OnlyFans. Yo, yo, quick, quick. Yo, I was on Twitter. Some girl made two million dollars on OnlyFans. I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure that's not that hard to do. No, I'm not gonna say not that hard. It's not. Nah, nah, it's hard, bro. It's not unreasonable, it's depending on the content that you create. Yeah, but remember I told you this like like 20 million accounts and only like 10,000, like maybe like 15,000 accounts that are making over six figures worldwide. I mean, again, that's not a gotta, lot. You gotta, what's that one girl's name? Um, She did some porn. She only did like two or two or three, but she's like the most well-known. Oh my goodness. You know, I'm telling you, it's not a lot. There's not a lot of people making over six figures on that. On that, um, but do you have to like, make six figures to live a you don't, good life? You don't. That's just that's just the, uh, you know, and we're talking about consistently, and because I know somebody's gonna try to come on me. I'm talking about people that make it every year, mm-hmm. day and night, consistently. But no, you don't. Oh, the- and that's the. That's the stereotype we built. Like you gotta yeah. make six figure to be successful. But I mean, I be trying to tell people that I know guys that make fifty k a year that has two million. Right. Exactly. It's, it's you don't have to make six figure a year. I know people that makes way less than me, and make has way more money in the bank. And trust me, you don't. <clears throat> but that's crazy. I saw it on Twitter. I was like two million. The, I was like, oh, the girl paid? I'm thinking. The girl I'm thinking about. Her name is Mia Khalifa. Oh yeah, I I, I don't. Uh, something came out like you know she didn't get paid a lot for for the stuff. Actually, that, that wasn't did. true. But, but they said it wasn't true. They said it wasn't true. 
Yeah, cause I went. I like my girl was talking about it, and we went online. But and then it came out. So like she got paid like three hundred something k. Yeah, it's like right on Google. You just put it in. It says yeah. right there. But I, I bet if she, I don't know if she has like OnlyFans or whatever. But I'm, you know, somebody like if you, it depends on you know if you in that if business. You, you know, you might as well go got, all out and promote yourself. You know. Yeah, you got that clout. Yeah, you, you, know? you got it. People going. You know, you you set your price at a reasonable price. You know, like Marathon Money Plus, we set it at a reasonable price. Um, people no, will come it. through. People gonna come they through and it. buy it. And you get on the stock market. I'm gonna invest. <laughs> <laughs> I would, bro. Guarantee money. So, where can they find you, man? Yo, KennyCon23. You hit me up on Instagram, Kendrick Colin. Two ends in the middle on Twitter. Shout out to all those people that be hitting me on Twitter. Uh, hit us up on Marathon Money Plus. Um, if you shoot us a message, I know a ton of people emails us. Some people emails us about some crazy stuff. <laughs> um, we don't we don't handle household problems. <laughs> if your mama having trouble, you got to keep it to yourselves. <laughs> but hey, man, thank you for listening. And join us on Marathon Money Plus. And peace. Peace.